Claire. I want to get you on, on the planning bill. We're not going to get through 700 pages in the next 11 minutes because we have two two more topics uh, to cover. But um, I, I, I don't know if you managed to get through the 700 pages. What are the key points that have stood out from you so far uh, after this was published at nine o'clock last night? Thankfully, you work for a Sunday newspaper. You, you of all journalists <laughs> might have the time uh, to get through it. So what did you get through? What's in it? Yeah, so look, a hefty bit of legislation. I think myself and John, we're not sure if it's the second or the third biggest in the state so far. Um, but yeah, hefty. Um, and includes new timelines for deci- decision making and planning. Um, restructuring of Onboard Planala, which will be renamed uh, on commission, on commission Planala um, and specifically changes to the judicial review process and also new provisions for urban development zones as well. Um, Minister for Housing uh, Dara O'Brien has said this is going to speed up the planning process and improve development across the country but there is strong opposition to that. Um, Arguments made that you know this is actually going to uh, clog up the courts a bit um, and lengthen um, any sort of um, opposition or uh, debates going forward in relation to planning development in this country. So um, all is yet to be to be seen on this. And I think a lot of working out is going to be done. And the um, uh, Irish uh, Planning Institute as well is likely to make amendments to this. It did welcome the publication of the of the document, but um, they have their queries on the, all of this. The specific judicial review point, before I go to the rest mm. of the panel on it, what's, what's the issue on, on the judicial review point? Um, um, yeah, so actually the, the Green Party had some issues with this because uh, essentially um, the proposed changes to the judicial review uh, procedures would lead to increased litigation, uh, longer de- delays to development in terms of um, applicants having to be uh sufficiently affected by the plan and materially affected by the plan in order to, um, you know, bring forward um, complaints to uh, judicial review as well. Um, The main issue is that the bill states that applicants need to exhaust any available appeal procedures or any other administrative uh, remedy available to them. Um, So it's suggested that it would reduce uh, public participation in decision making. So that's the ultimately the the big issue there. Uh, John Cummins, if people have to go through every other process before they can actually get to the judicial re- review point, is that arguably going to take longer? So look, this is a 15 months of work that has gone into this. I sit on the Joint Directors Committee on Housing, Local Government and Heritage. We had 10 uh, pre-legislative scrutiny uh, sessions on this uh, earlier this year, an extensive uh, process. Not all of the recommendations from the uh, committee were unanimously uh, agreed by all members, but we did uh, publish a very considerable uh, report on it. I think the key point on this is about trying to introduce uh, certainty on, on time Timelines, And it's not to introduce certainty on decisions. You can't achieve that. It's about if a developer or somebody goes into the planning uh, system, you should have some line of sight in terms of it, it shouldn't be a mystery that it'll right. take three, six, nine months or two or three years. You know, you should know that X time frame for X part of the process and you should be able to get out of the of the system in a reasonable time okay. period. Thomas Pringle, do you support the principle of that or do you have to examine the detail more to see what's in it? I think we'd have to examine the detail of it seriously to have a look at it, you know, because the reality is that you don't get a judicial review unless there's a prima facie case that the law hasn't been followed and that's what a judicial review is, is looking to see whether <coughs> the actual mechanisms of the law have been followed in making the decision in, relation, in the case. So that's, that's why you get judicial reviews. So if, if the law was followed, you wouldn't get it. 
and there wouldn't be a judicial review at all, and that's and that's the fact of the matter, you know. So we have to look at that, and we have to ask we have to ask why is it that judicial reviews can take place? You know, obviously the procedures aren't being followed, and this is the problem. So what um, the law and the legislation, and obviously I haven't looked at it all yet right. either. So, okay. but it should be actually clear. Donald Collier, we'll, we'll go to you on this because we, we, we've one more thing to get to. What the that it, it is, as I say, seven hundred pages. But the principle of trying to have predictable timelines. Uh, do you support the principle yeah, of it? Yeah, like, I mean, I suppose that is one of the positive elements. There's no question about that. It, it's a very important that we get this piece of legislation right. It's no good to just have a planning bill to solve the problems if it's not a good planning bill. It needs to, and a planning act, ultimately. Um, there are elements that we would uh, we would welcome, and obviously, you know, we will have a final conclusive evaluation of it after careful examination. Um, it is important, though, like, I mean, that some of the points made by the committee are taken on board because there were flaws with the draft um, uh, and I hope that the minister does take them on board because okay. it is important. Some of the more recent pieces of legislation have actually confused matters further and that needs to be rectified. 